Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear the like you on? I know. Well, this is it. Hell of a carry-on. Uh-huh. Right enough, Margaret. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus. There's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload. If you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Hello there, my darlings, and welcome to Ask Janice. This is the first episode um, of Ask Janice. I was asked to come on um, Clyde Bank Radio just to just to help people out, really. Um, I don't know really how... What, I mean, I've no qualification to help MD, but people do come to me for advice. Um, Margaret Briceland, as you know, um, we talk all the time and we kind of share everything. And we've, we've often, you know, we go back and for it all the time and if I've got something, I'll go to her. And if she has something, she'll come to me and we're quite used to that. But that's just that's just what it is to, to have a good friend. Um, but her um, son-in-law, Matthew, was Dana is involved with the radio, and he says, "I've got a great idea, Janice. I love when it, when you give advice, um, because he's come to me with a couple of things as well. Just he's been around the house, and something's come up or whatever. He says, Why do you know, dear, a program on the on the radio? I said, Why can you do that, son? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm no qualified for that at all. All that technical uh, was bang, you know. He says, No, no, no. We'll do all that for you." All you do is you sit down, you listen to the phone phone ins. You know people have left messages. That's what we're going to do, and um, then you just give them your advice. I said, well, um, I'll give it a try. Basically, um, what I'm saying to you is, we've decided we'll try it out. So this is the the first ever episode of it, if you want to call it an episode, first program of Ask Janice. So here we are. Uh, welcome along. I, I, you know, I'm surrounded here by by twi- twisty knobs and dials and faders and all the rest of it. I've not got a clue what any of it means, but I'm assured by Matthew that it'll be absolutely fine, and I'll just do my just talk basically. Um, he says to me, "Just imagine you're talking to Margaret, right? Imagine you're talking to Margaret Priceland. Just talk to one person. See, Margaret probably listen to this. Hello, Margaret." <laughs> What do you think of this, eh? <laughs> this is daft. So I'll just imagine I'm talking to you, Hen, um, and I'll try and I'll try and help out. Listen, I'm the one to be uh, poke my nose into folks' business. You don't need to tell me your real name. You can change bits of the story or whatever you want to do. I'll just as I'll call it as I see it, right? And I'll I'll and it's only my opinion. That's the other thing I should say. It's, you've asked Janice, so what you get is what Janice thinks. You can take it or leave it. I'm not a therapist, obviously. I'm not a trained counsellor or any of that. Um, it's just a wee idea of maybe some a bit of common sense or a new perspective, something like that. Uh, sometimes an outside eye for something, do you know what I mean, can be good. Um, so I suppose we better get on with it. Um, we'll just go to our first caller. So, who have we got on the line? Hi, Janice. Hello, hello. Um, this is uh, Angela Harper here. Uh, I was wondering if you could help me, right? I'll tell you, it's a, it's, it's a problem and a half, I swear to God. Um, before all this COVID stuff kicked off, me and our Anne-Marie, my sister, we used to go to the Mecca three times a week religiously, you know. I loved it, absolutely love it. 
there's a kind of unwritten rule when you're going to the bingo, you know, unless you specifically say, I'm just playing for myself, you're expected to half your winnings, right? And we, we tend to do that. We've always done that, right? But the problem is this time is, is that I went for a lucky flyer, right? Which was an extra game. She only bought a book. I bought a book and a lucky flyer. So what that uh, meant was is I thought I was playing for myself on just that one game. So sod's law, you know, I win it. 450 quid, so it was quite a lot of money. You know, it was a good good day's earning at the bingo. So then she starts on nonsense, you know. But eh, where's my money? And I said, what money? And she's saying, half of the £450 you won after Lucky Flyer. And I says, well, I wasn't going halfers with you because you weren't playing that game. So why should I have to go halfers with you? Anyway, to cut a long story short, this has caused absolute chaos in the family. World War Three. we couldn't even meet up at Christmas, I swear. The stuff that's been said through all this, over this £450, is unbelievable. And, you know, I'm, I don't know what to do. I want to try and make amends because we're coming out of this COVID now. I want to get back to the Mecca and I want our Anne-Marie to come ways. I really, really do. I do. But I'm finding it hard to swallow my pride, you know. Um, oh, listen, any advice, please. It would be much appreciated. Oh, Angela, my darling, I feel your pain. I understand. This is classic stuff. It is. I'll tell you for why. Families, right? My glasses on here. I know I don't know how to work these uh, buttons, but I'd like, it'd be good to be able to see the screen because I keep an eye on the time and all that. Um, anyway, families and friends and all the rest of it. This often happens. It does. And it's the problem is when we bring money into personal relationships, very seldom will we get away with there no being any problems coming up. This is why I never lend money to pals. It's not because I'm I'm uh, a miserly or because I can't afford it. I can't always afford it. But it's something I would avoid doing in general because nine times out of ten, sure enough, it comes back and that's the end of it. But this is what happens occasionally. When money gets in between people, it's very powerful, you know. Uh, what was it now? that the, the love of money is the root of all evil. So we have to be careful. Now, listen, Angela. There's nothing wrong with going to the bingo. Absolutely. Wonderful. And to go with your sister is great because it's bonding, into it? And it's great fun. And I, I can see exactly what's happened here. And I can see both sides of it, I must say. And that is one of my, whether it's a fault or, you know, a positive with me, I do have a tendency to be able to see the different angles. But if you want my advice, which is why you've called into this programme, I'll tell you one thing. See if it's been explicitly said that you're playing for yourself. Then the answer is clear. The money's yours. If it's no being said, then there's an argument. Now, it sounds to me, Angela, for what you've said, that it was implied. Implied. Implicit. No explicit. So, there is an argument. Your sister has got a point. However, you're talking about form, aren't you? The way things have went in the past, as tends to be the way they go. You bought the the card and she didn't. So she wasn't playing that game. 
I'm just laying out the problem as I see it. So my understanding is, Hen, that technically speaking, in a court of law, your sister does not have any recourse to that money. However, based on the past and all the rest of it, there is an argument that, that, that you are off it. But I'll tell you what's more important, Angela. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think what's more important is family in the future. This is, relatively speaking, hen, quite a big amount of money, right? But it's not the end of the world. For my money, if you'll pardon the pun, it wouldn't be worth missing a family Christmas hour. I wouldn't hold on to that. And what can I say to you, Angela? The only way past these things is open and honest conversation. I'd love to get the two of you in a room together, you and your sister, and talk it out. That's the only way. And the thing is, after a certain amount of time, it's not the money MD's worried about anymore. I'm sure you're no caring. It's the principle, isn't it? That's what people always say. It's a principle thing. Your sister's probably not wanting £225 off you. But she's wanting to feel that she's right. And you feel that you're right. And you know what that is, Hen? That's ego. Everybody's got an ego, right? And an ego loves to puff us up. Loves to make us feel as if we're right. We are better than other people, right? And the, the converse of that is we're not as good as other people. Ego doesn't like us to sit in the middle and just be equal, right? So look, at the end of the day, I think peace in a family is more important. Sometimes that means needing to swallow your pride and that could be either one of you. But I'll tell you, hanging on to something like that over a, uh, over an amount of money, which, like I say, is quite a lot, but is no millions, that could be damaging in a long-term way for your family. And you've got to ask yourself, is it worth it? So look, that's my advice to you. It's <laughs> it's not exactly conclusive, Hen, but I tell you, that's what's in my head when I listen to you. I'd rather you and your sister were pals than any money. Do you know what I mean? Um, my sister Joyce and I have had many, many's a thing over the years, but seldom today with money, and that is because we both have got to a point where we don't get involved in money and the family and friends and all that. Money's a thing. I don't want to go on about it. I don't want to talk about money. I'm no interested in people having loads of money. But it is something that's better kept private. It only causes problems. So, to conclude, Hen, you and your sister's relationship is more important than that £450, in my opinion. So you can do with that what you want. There you go. Well, here we go. We're getting settled in. I hope you're, I hope you're enjoying the show. And listen, I would love to hear from you. So just contact me on all the, all the usual channels, wherever you find me. Give me a wee shout. You can write it or you can do a, a message like that, a voice note like Angela done, whatever you want. Um, and I think we'll we better go on to our next caller. Who have we got now? Hello, Janice. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe we've got through first time. <laughs> well, um, we are thinking about uh, staying. Well, I know you like turkey, but we're, we're still pure scunner with the COVID, so we're staying home. And we were thinking uh, about destinations, but we've never really done a staycation in Britain before. Any favourite places anywhere you can recommend for a wee holiday on the British Isles? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look forward to your reply. Thanks, Janice. Oh, my darling. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. You didn't say your name. So, I won't call you by your name, but listen, I'll just call you, son. Um, that's great. I think it's a good idea. I'll tell you what. We're missing going to Turkey. You're right. Um, but things are changing, you know, and it may be that there's less of that in the future, which wouldn't be a bad thing in terms of um, the environment and all that. So it's definitely something to consider. I'll tell you, I've got a few views about this, right? And and as ever, these are personal views. Um, the thing about it is, for my money, the thing about it is the weather. The weather plays a, a big factor in all this. And what I've found, to, to be broadly thing me, general about it, the further south you go, the better weather you get. Do you know what I mean? Or the better chance of getting good weather. So if we go London and further south than that, for example, one year we went to Cornwall and we got a static caravan in Cornwall now. It was very nice. It was a big park and they had a on-site um, clubhouse thing, you know, like a community centre or whatever you call it. And they had um, Penny penny Falls, one-armed bandits, the old-fashioned ones. It was a penny a go or there was a five-pence one. So you didn't mind the wind having them, you go at it because it was... You know, they could have a pound that would keep them going. Um, but also in there, they had a wee restaurant, which was just like basic fish and chips and all the rest of it, macaroni. Um, and then there was an actone every night. So one night there was a uh, Shirley Bassey and then there was a um, comedian fella uh, who had done turns in Tenerife and things like that. It was very funny. A bit blue, but you, you don't mind. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of innuendo kind of thing. Anyway, there was lots going on. And the only thing is, we went there for two weeks and it was grand and the weather was very nice. And you go to the beaches and different walks and all the rest of it. And it's all, you're outdoors all the time. The winds are loving it. But the entertainment thing was a weekly schedule. So come Tuesday, you knew it was Shirley Bassey and you're kind of, all right, here we go again. Um, but if it was somebody good, I mean, you know, for example, the comedian was good and we thought that'll be good. But of course, it's the same act. So... I don't know. There's ups and downs to that, but I will say the weather was great. Now, it's a long drive. We we decided to drive, and you're packed in the car with the wains and everything, and you're talking about 10 or 12 hours on the road for this. Um, so, there you go. You've got to weigh up. Um, what's also lovely is Yorkshire, and places that you can do that in about five hours driving, but the thing is, you might get hit with the rain, and you're more likely. You know, and some of the wee market towns, it's lovely. They've got, and if it does rain, they've got beautiful wee pubs. That if if that's your kind of, and it's no my kind of thing, but a lot of people like that. Um, and they just sit in and they play dominoes and read cross, look at crosswords and all the rest of it. My theory is you can do that at home. Um, but if you if you like that type of thing, there's an old English pubs. That's quite a sort of a traditional thing, isn't it? Um, and these market towns, true to their name. You would get, once or twice a week, you would get the market and you can go look and, you know what I mean, uh, they might have a deal on um, tights or colouring books or whatever. So, that's one way of doing it. Now, another thing you can do is you can, instead of going south, you can go north. And again, I'll warn you, you can't guarantee anything with the weather. I mean, you can't guarantee it in Cornwall, but the chances are better. We go up the west coast, We see when you go up as far as Fort William, and then you keep going up the west coast. Honestly, it is stunning. Stunning, the north of Scotland. Absolutely beautiful. You know, it can be very wet and windy, but the air is beautiful. In fact, the place we used to go to, which is near um, Glenowig, 
um, I think it's there. Apparently, it has the cleanest air in the country, or in or in the UK or something. Very clean air, which is that's got to be good for you. You know what I mean? It's very quiet, very rural. There's no much going on. I don't know how it is for the Wains. If you were in a house and there was bits and bobs today, that the Wains would enjoy it, or if they could save the goat. Um, but again, the weather. Now you can drive on up there to Malig, and you can look at that train for Harry Potter. Marvelous. Um, it's not magical. It's they used it for the visual bit of the you know the magic bit they've done after, um, but it's still a nice train, and you can get fish and chips, overpriced, and and look at this train, very good. Um, but again, it's probably going to be pushing rain. You can go further north, um, and I'll tell you one thing I've noticed about the far north up sort of Sutherland, you know, in the Highlands, is big wide open skies a lot of the time. Colder, but wide open skies, very lovely. I think people forget that that there there's something that exists above Inverness. Do you know what I mean? That's the Highlands to people, and then there's nothing else. It goes way on up. There's millions. But again, the further you got out of cities, the smaller the roads get. You know, not including if you went south, your own motorways. But seeking up north in Scotland, the motorways is finished very quickly, and then it's into you know it's it's tougher driving. But this is the thing. So what I'll say to you is, my darling. You're no short of options. Don't expect it to be cheap, mind you. I think these things are going to be more competitive. No competitive. There's going to be more people looking for these things, which may well drive the prices up. You know what I mean? In the coming in the coming years, because I think less people will feel confident jumping on planes and all the rest of it. Um, and and they're right enough, I think. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe people will just go back to it. You know, duck to water, straight in the plane again, with a mask on or whatever it is, and they'll be back going to. Tormelinus and all that. I don't know. Um, but that's my feelings. Based on a few holidays we've had over the years. Um, we used to holiday in Scotland as Wains. We went to Girvin and sometimes Troon and that. I don't think the places are as popular now. Because we can go a bit further afield for you know, for no much more. Um, you know, the transport's better and all that. So, I would encourage you to, to explore a wee bit. And to bear in mind that if you want to generalise south better weather north more rural uh more you know more um barren sometimes but very beautiful very beautiful absolutely um so there you go that's my take on it who's up next uh it's amelia here i've just i've got a question right see if you think there's like a vibe with somebody right and they call you like buddy that doesn't mean like fuck buddy, does it? Like that means that it's like game over. Like they definitely that's not a vibe, is it? The vibe is dead. Is that would you say so? <laughs> All right, buddy. That's it, isn't it? That's delete their number. Block them actually. Block them. Throw your phone into the Clyde. It's done. Oh dear. Well, how to answer that, Amelia? Buddy. I didn't... We never had that. Fuck, buddy. I don't like swearing like that, but um, we never had that. But but we never had buddy either. Buddy would be something you would call a dog, you know. Um, How to... How to... I mean, I don't think... I really don't think that that means what you think... That sexual thing. I don't. But at the same time... If you thought that there was a romantic vibe between you and somebody else, then they suddenly called you buddy. It does it does pit you off a wee bit. Do you know what I mean? 
It's like being called pal or mate or something. Um, what you want to be called is something nice, darling, sweetheart, you know? Um, nothing nothing um, misogynistic or anything, but something affectionate, you know? But the, the thing is, Amelia, I don't know how the young folk get on nowadays, whether it's on TikTok or whatever, um, but maybe they call each other buddy. I couldn't tell you. The last person I knew it was called Buddy was on Elf in the film, Elf, um, which was very good, you know, and it was nothing, there was nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't know, Hen. I think my, my instinct tells me if it's if it's language that's a bit pally-pally, then often that's somebody trying to tell you that that's what they want to be, pally-pally. But I'll tell you, it's like I've said before, honesty is the best policy. When none is getting any younger, just bed right up front, I would be saying to them, what exactly do you mean by that? Not in a confrontational way. I'd say, wait a minute, buddy, what are you talking about? Maybe that's just this person's way of talking. You know, we might never know, but I think you go head on and you say, wait a minute, can I talk to you about this? In a gentle way, you know, because open and honest communication is a key to everything. It's like I said to Angela earlier on in the show, talking about sister and the bingo and everything. Sit down, have a chat. That's the way these things are sorted out. Hanging on to things, keeping quiet, pushing it down, no use at all. So, I mean, really, if there was one takeaway for this whole show, talk it out. Talk it out all the time. So, Amelia, my darling, I wish you well, and I hope you get what you want for this uh, thing. But I'll tell you what, often we don't get what we want. But as the song said, we get what we need. Do you know what I mean? The universe kind of conspires. So, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. That's often what I believe. And if it's for you, it'll no go by you. So maybe Buddy is good, and maybe it's no. But I'm sure you'll find out soon enough. Open and honest communication, my darling. You take care of yourself. Who have we got next? Hi, Janice. It's Peter here. I met you one time in the Aldi's. I don't know if you'll remember me. Um, but I hope you answered this back. I'm, a, I'm in a huge predicament here. So my pals, they're mental, and they're having house parties every Friday and Saturday night and she keeps asking me to come and I keep saying to her, no, it's the COVID, I can't come. So we've had a really big fallout. Now, I don't want to fall out my pals, but she is breaking the rules big time and it's really starting to affect me. We're our best pals, spoke every day, used to go on the walks with each other all the time. But now we've had a really big fallout and I don't know what to do. I don't want to fall out with her, but you know, she's spreading that corona around and she's, you know, having the parties every single Friday and Saturday and sometimes Sunday and it's really affecting me because she's my best pal and I love her to death but oh god what do you do I'd appreciate your help Janice hello Peter my darling thank you thank you for your call listen this is a very common one these days um I think we've all had some element of it we've been on either side of it maybe um because people feel differently about this virus you know, for one person to the next, and feel differently about the rules. And then there's also political leanings, which make people think that the rules are, you know, often people think the rules are not today we the best course of action, but today we, for example, money, um, you know, the economy and different things like that. Anyway, don't let me get into all that, but what I'm saying is I understand how you feel, and I think many people do. Um, I felt the same. Look, the fact is, Yes, you're friends, and you don't want to follow up with your pals. Nobody does. Um, 
you know, some people like a wee bit of drama, but nobody's wanting to really fall out with their pals. But the thing is, see this virus, this is a very serious business. You know what I mean, son? So if if it's between you getting this and maybe passing it on to somebody older and less able to fight it off than yourself, if it's between that and falling out with somebody for a while, you might need to take the high road here. Um, because, look, the... We're talking about life and death here, son. You know what I mean? When it comes down to brass tacks, we are actually talking about life and death. Now, your pal will get over it. I just hope your pal doesn't get it. Doesn't get the COVID. And I especially hope your pal doesn't pass it on to your poor granny or something. His or her or whatever. Um, but sometimes, Peter, the thing that we need to do in life, and this is no a popular opinion, sometimes what we need to do is we need to sit still and feel the pain. And it may be that you need to feel that feeling of having stood up for yourself and said, no, I'm not going to your party. And your pal might not like it. And you might just need to experience that feeling of somebody doesn't like what I said. Not if he's going to like you and approve you all the time, son. But to me, you're doing the right thing. And in the long run, at the end of the day, that's more important. That's what I will say. So I think avoid day parties at all costs and I think your pal will come round and I think if your pal doesn't come round then stuff them because that's that's quite a selfish way to behave you know what I mean you can't be having parties all the time I look we've all we've all had little breakages of the rules we've all succumbed to I really need to see a pal now or you know whatever I don't know what level you are all at I think I can hold my hands up and say I'm guilty of not um, following to the very letter every rule for the last year. Because it's been hard. It's been bloody hard sometimes. So I'm sure you you yourself, Peter, have made transgressions as well. But this is a bit over the top by the sounds of it. So I would say go with your gut. Take a wide berth for the parties and your pal will be alright. As long as your pal doesn't get sick. And I really hope that they don't. Um, but in the meantime, I think you're doing the right thing. You keep yourself safe and you might just need to sit still and feel that for a while, but it'll pass. Everything passes, Peter, good and bad. So thank you very much for calling into the show. And I want to say thanks to everybody at this point. I'm going to wrap it up, uh, the new, because they've given me a half hour slot to start with to see how I got on. Uh, and I'm looking at the clock here and it's approaching. So listen, thanks very much for listening along to my wee thing there. Um... If this goes well, we'll maybe do, I'll come back and do it again next week or something. Um, we'll, need, we'll let you know. But in the meantime, in, in anticipation of that, I hope that you would write in, uh, or, or best if you can, is do the wee voice notes, because that way we can hear your and hear you saying your thing. Um, if you write in, then I'm going to read it out, and it's mere of my voice, and we've enough of that. Um, so you can do that and in a number of ways, but just drop a wee message to wherever you wherever you find me, and uh, we can talk about how you can get that voice thing we over to us. We'll set up a phone number at some point soon if we're going to continue. This is maybe a wee tryout one. Um, they call it a pilot episode. Um, I think that's because you just stick it there and see if it can fly, you know. Uh, so hopefully this has got wings or legs. If it's got both, I don't know what kind of plane it is. Um, so I. Hopefully uh, we'll we'll stick at it, but you know it will be it will be relying on you phoning in and giving me 
your questions. And as you can hear for the show today, um, tonight or whatever, um, the, 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 the range of questions is, is endless, really. Um, we've had holidays, we've had personal relationships, you know, romantic relationships, and we've had family feuds as well over money. So really, it could be anything. But I want to assure you one thing. This is not your place for ridiculing people. This is no Jeremy Kyle. None of that rubbish. It's not sensationalism. I want to hear what's actually happening, if you're willing to share it. And again, you can change your name or change the details if you want, whatever's useful to you. And I want to give you my honest opinion based on my um, position, which is I want people to be at peace and have a good life. And I mean everybody. So uh, if you're here, if you're here to hear people uh, mortified and made fun of, you'll need to find another program to listen to. This is going to be this is going to be hard to hear sometimes, but it's going to be good listening, and it's going to be good advice, the best I can give. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up, and uh, I hope you'll write to me and let me know how you're getting on, and I'd love to hear for you for hopefully the next show if this one flies. So that's all for me. Hope you'll come back next time and ask Janice. Ta ta. Mm-hmm.